Welcome to episode 23 of All Things Kings. Karen, how you going? Brad's good, mate. Yourself? Great, mate. Massive show tonight. Oh. We are so pumped about this, aren't we? <laughs> I, am, I am beyond excited. We Brad. are so it's pumped. probably the biggest day of our career. You're a little bit nervous? I'm very nervous, say yeah, the least. I, I very, can, very nervous. I can tell, I can tell. But no, um, <laughs> no massive night tonight. And what's even bigger? Yep. We've got a sponsor. Massive sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. good, Brad. So, um, Rick's up. Eyewear's come on board for the year. For the year, we're so pumped about that. And um, they've handed us a discount code, but let's get through what Rick's Eyewear is first. Yeah, absolutely, mate. So, started by Tommy Sheridan from um, Frio and then GWS. Yep. Obviously, at the end. Superstar. Superstar of the game. Um, And, uh, yeah, they do some great stuff. Men's, women's eyewear. Also, blue lights as well. Which we have. We we have and we love. And it saved our eyes. We love it. It saved our eyes. Gets me to sleep every night perfectly. Um, But Sunny's as well. And, um, yeah, so... Get on board because yeah, we got a discount code, all things kings Massive. in capitals. Gets you twenty-five percent off. All products. Twenty-five percent off all products. All products, all products. That can save you a bit of money, can't it? Absolutely. That can save you a huge amount. So yeah, make sure you get over to Rick's Eyewear and get any glasses you need. They got everything over there. So Absolutely everything. Yeah. Everything you'll ever need. Ever. Ever on your eyes. So thanks. For, thanks to Rick's. Thanks to Rick's. We'll get we'll get Tommy on, I reckon. Yeah. We'll Definitely. speak to him later. Definitely. Yeah, speak to him later. Business meeting. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, thanks again to Ricks. And yeah, what have we got this week? This week? Player sponsors, I guess. Of course, yeah. Um, so, player sponsors, I think we harped on it last week, Breads. Um, round four is the latest you can get your player yeah. sponsor in. And if you can't find a player sponsor, which I think everyone should be, yeah, uh, subs are $300. So Definitely, definitely. And um, also, of course, your registrations will cost you 15 bucks, but... Got to get him in before Saturday. Saturday. Otherwise, you can't play. You can't play. Impossible. Have you done yours? I have. I did nice. it. I haven't done mine yet. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a job for today. Hopefully, by the time this is out, I've done my... Uh, I'm sure you will, bro. Yeah. You're You're pretty, pretty good at that stuff. So <laughs> You'll have it done. <laughs> yeah, have that done. And um, also, Chucky's been going on about it a bit, but getting some help behind the barbecue when we can. Yes, this yes, yes. So um, on that, Chuck mentioned at training, but this is... Maybe a message to the wider, the know, wider community audience pool that we have. Um, if you want to help out on the barbecue, so on game days, then please do get in touch with either one of us. Yeah. The show. Yeah. Message the Instagram page, Facebook or, page, or whatever. Or get in touch with anyone from the club, really, Chucky, um, Tucker, any of the anyone on the board. Um, we'd love some help behind the barbecue this year because it means that players like, or especially players like Chuck Venker, Tux, um, and all those other great men that that put in a shift don't have to. Spend so much time on the barbecue, you know, pre going out to definitely, play a game. Definitely, so, um, yeah, not great, not great prep. <laughs> not great prep. It's not very, it's, but it's <laughs> you know, it's it's what they do to get get the job done. And yeah, keep they got to do it. Keep the club running. So, if you wanted to just do one game this year, that's all. That's all we ask. Yep. Um, please do get in contact. Definitely, definitely, yep. and um, also all the merch has been delivered to Powerhouse. It has been. Well, most of it. 204 The Parade. Yeah, 204 The Parade. Shout out to Powerhouse Sports. We get down there. Get down there, get down there. All your needs. All your needs. All Sporting needs. Sporting needs? Yep. No groceries. Need. Nah, not no, groceries. No groceries. All right, but you can go across the road. So uh, basically yeah. all your needs. All really. your needs. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, get down there. All the merch is, is now in. Yeah. Um, so go pick up your stuff. Don't don't clutter up that store. We hate that, don't we? We hate clutter. Um, we hate clutter. And I'm sure Susie and the team will be down there will be super appreciative if everyone can go and promptly pick up their uh, items. Yeah, definitely. And um, I mean, before we get into fair mail, go round one this week. How good? Super pumped, mate. Um, yeah, massive game against Kilburn. Uh, and yeah, just looking to looking to string together 
or a good game from what's been a big preseason. I think mm-hmm. we've worked super hard during the off season. All four, all four teams. I think have worked super hard. So this would be a all good five uh, teams. Oh, sorry, yeah, all five teams. I was, I was more talking. Um, yeah, from from what I've seen the bulk of. But yes, you're right, Brad. All five teams been putting in a good effort. But um, speaking for speaking for the men's for for the minute, I'd say that it's going to be a good opportunity to see um, a whole lot of hard work play out in the park. So super pumped for it. Very pumped, and um, yeah, also very keen to see how JC and the, w- the women go. Absolutely, yeah. Let, let's not massive forget week, that. massive week for the club. So ho- hopefully they go alright and get a get a win and, and celebrate mean, at the Kenzie. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, by going off what we are, uh, what we looked at, we looked at in the in their trial match, yep. I think I think very impressive. Be, they'll be in a uh, good shape to take on take on this week. So we're taking off all the sponsors today. We got Ricks, yeah. Powerhouse and yep. Kenzie already already mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Good from us. No, good from us. <laughs> we'll, in, we'll invoice all later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send it straight to my account, mate. Um, <laughs> but no, and um, I think we've got a bit of fan mail this week. We do, we do. And um, from one of our one of our absolute favourites. Yeah, Kane Schnoller. We miss him. We do miss him. How's he going up there? Good. I think he is doing well. By every he, he addresses it here, boys. Hope things are well down in Adelaide. Currently riding this under a coconut tree on a beach up north. <laughs> Missing, <laughs> Missing all of my king's men, and I'll definitely be donning the green jumper under my Crocs jumper this weekend as I run it. <laughs> Support Douglas Crocs. We we do love the Port Douglas Crocs. Another one of our brother clubs. Yeah, <laughs> one sharks. Yeah, um, two in the same league. Sorry, two in the same league. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I just thought I'd message in to get a few updates on my, on my beloved King Men. Number one, is Steve still shaving his shoulders? And if so, has he been a little harder to tackle? Should we, should we answer them? Yeah, now? we'll answer them. Yeah, um, he's still been shaving his shoulders. I don't know about harder to tackle, but I haven't had to tackle him yet. I haven't had a look, but I'll take your words for it, Brad. Yeah, I mean, he's looking good. Those shoulders are looking very shiny. Um, bit prickly, but very shiny. <laughs> and number two, has any engaged beast mode at all over the preseason? Hope there's been some warning to it for new players. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, ju- I, I mean, think, I we, think, we've we've seen a bit of beast mode, Zenny. Yeah, probably off the field. In pro- yeah, in private. Yeah, um, but I don't think he's gone beast mode, Zenny, at the club yet. So yeah, wait, wait for the changes in round one. Oh, I think it's going to be a uh, big s- shock, such as such as last year. If, there, if there's any boys. Um, gonna, that are going to be seen the, for the first the time. The Zeddy's a bit of a quiet operator. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, you're scary you're in for a surprise. And uh, number three, how many times has Force Matt mentioned he's going to kick 100 with a full season ahead? <laughs> Twelve times within my group message already with him. <laughs> he hasn't said it. He hasn't said anything to me. I, I know. I know he's. I mean, we we talked a bit about last year, a bit too much about last year. So he's probably trying to keep it quiet. Yeah, but he's definitely thinking of it. Oh, he's look, definitely thinking it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of people be thinking of Brad. I think. It, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't outwardly said anything to us. Yeah. But um, look, hundred we can't say that hundred's not on the card. So. Yeah, pretty stiff in me about um that emergency selection. In, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. the it's not been a good week for you, of course. <laughs> <has> <laughs> no, not been a good week. Tough week for us. Yeah, friendships really been tested. Um, so. and just on the team, our team of the century yeah. selections. Um, we just wanted to say, obviously, it's probably not going to be how the team turns out in the end because we only picked players that we've played with. Yeah. And, um, you know, sorry to the guys that missed out and yep. that deserve to be in there. But um, also, I'm not sorry because we did preface it before we started last we week. So we, we said that um, we said that this was basically the people we knew. Yeah. And we acknowledged that that pool was super small. So, yeah. look, 
it was a bit of fun. I'm sure the actual team will play out the way it's supposed to play out, yeah. and we're very much looking forward to it. A couple weeks away as well. Yep, very super exciting. pumped. And um, number four, how hot is was looking good. He's looking good. He's very hot. He's looking stacked. Yeah, he's big, very big. Uh, wouldn't want to get in his way this year. Glad he's yeah. on my team. Pumped to have him on this year on the pod. <laughs> That'd be a good episode. That would be a good. That would be a good. Was, was if you're listening, <laughs> get, get which, him I'm on. Sure, which I'm actually sure he's not. Yeah. So. <laughs> Very sure as that. All right, any finishes off it. Thanks, boys. Missing you all up. Can't wait to eventually get back in a couple of years and don the green and look forward to our next business meeting over some turkey at the Waller Road compound. <laughs> Love Heavy Mayo and your sister club, Port Douglas Crocs. Sister. Brother. Sister club. Yeah, all right, we'll, we'll take that. And no, um, We miss you too, Chen. We do, we do miss you, Chen. We do. Came for that turkey. Yeah. Um, and I'll just get on to our next bit of fair mail. All right, so the next bit of uh, fair mail breads is from... And he's a, he's a pretty con, uh, regular contributor to the show, yeah. which we like. Chen used to be a regular contributor too, pretty yeah. much every week. So we've got, we got two pretty con- regular contributors that, we, we love that. And a bit on Chen, you know, you got a bit of airtime on TV. Did you see that? I did, I did. That was, that was so, exciting. Massive shout out, Chen. That's awesome, mate. Um, from Mitchy Kerno, he said the following. Big Zeus. Big Zeus. Hey guys, great fan of the pod. Pretty flat with your response to my previous question. Brett, is there any danger of you not laughing at your own jokes? <laughs> Uh, there's whack, whack, and there's absolutely no chance I'll never not laugh at my own jokes because yep. they're so funny. Yeah, and if he doesn't laugh at him, no one will. Exactly. So exactly. No, Zeus. Um, it's a it's a fair bit of feedback, and we welcome feedback on this show. We do. We don't particularly enjoy it, but we welcome <laughs> it. Um, mean positive feedback. We're all happy. We're, we're fine with as, as much positive feedback <laughs> as you want. Negative, not so much. Yeah, but send it in. We'll give you we'll a read it out anyway. We'll give you a whack. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nah. Zeus, um, thanks, mate. But just don't yeah. come, to, don't come too close to me. No. Um, <laughs> Fred just fired up. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we may. As, oh, before we get onto, I guess send in your fan mail, please. Oh yeah, the more Absolutely. the better. We shouldn't have to better. say it at this point. And a return to, to Karen's King of the Week yes. and Brett's Drip of the Week next week. Yep. Should yep. be massive. Yep. So make sure they come back from holiday. Yep. They've come back from holiday, so King of the Week, for those that don't know, is just, um, I just decide on, by myself. Yeah, by yourself. By myself, all by myself, big decision. Yeah. Um, who I think Pembroke King of the Week is. So, yeah, um, yeah that's, there's no real criteria. <laughs> I just sort of, ha- I have a think about, I have a think about who I've been impressed with or someone that's done something fantastic during the week or Fair during enough. the game. And then I pick them and Drip of the Week, Brads. Drip is of that? the Week is uh, your best, the best outfit pre-game. That's all I really care about. I don't care about what happens out in the field. I yeah. care about what happens before and what you're wearing. But they must be wearing King's attire. King's attire. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to spice it up somehow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been tempted to award myself it a few times. <laughs> Probably should have. Yeah. But um, no, nah, I mean, spice yourselves up, boys. So come ready to play. And come looking good too. Don't come in your ripped jeans and Harley t-shirt because that won't no. win your drip of the week. No Harley t-shirts. I hate Harley t-shirts. <laughs> um, it has to be King's. Gear. King's gear. To has to be King's gear. Can wear ripped jeans if you want. Can you? No. No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> Don't do that. Has to be King's gear. And, um, Just but, spice it up. Yeah, come looking good. Beautiful. Come with some fresh kicks. <laughs> All right. And um, let's get on to our guests oh. this week. Du- double guests this week. Double good, guests. Indeed. Good, Indeed. Um, and geez, we are so pumped about this. We oh. told you last week you better be listening. Yeah. I think we've given you guys a treat. Oh. 
more than a treat, Brad. This is this is massive. Not only probably the biggest day of our lives, but the biggest day of the listeners' lives. Probably the biggest day in King's history, I'd almost say. Almost. <laughs> almost. Maybe not, but, but pretty close to it. Uh, I mean, getting there. <laughs> getting there. But no, super pumped with this one, Brad. Yeah, we are, we are. First of all, let's welcome Alex Forster back. A return guest. Welcome, Forcey. Thanks for having me, boys. I'm pumped to be back on. Yeah, brought us back to the new studio. Yep. Forcey's kitchen table. Yeah, very nice air conditioning here. The smell, not so much. <laughs> Yeah, some, got some issues with the drains at yeah, the moment. Yeah, sewer problems. Drains, all right. Fair enough, mate. And um, we've also got another very special guest, Lockie Neal. Massive guest. Calling in from Melbourne, or, am I right in saying, Lockie? Uh, you're a bit off. I'm in Ballarat at the minute. So all right, all right. I've been in Melbourne. We only got here today, though, so you're not too far off. Uh, fair enough. Well, welcome to the show, Lockie. For those of you who don't know, Lockie plays for the Lions in the AFL. Yep. Pretty good player. <laughs> to say the least, Brad, it's very, very good player, and it's um, it's a massive honour to have you on the show, Lock. So thanks, and a, mate. A massive fan of the Kings too, from what I hear. So good to have you on, mate. Yeah, love the love the Kings. They're yeah, uh, they're my second favourite team, other than the the Lions. I joined second favourite with the Kobe Tigers. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Love that. Um, so to get started, Lock, we'll just ask you a few quick questions, mate. Um, who's the best bloke out of the Lions? The best bloke. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably have to say Link McCarthy, um, another South East boy from South Australia. I've grew up knowing him, but um, yeah, he's the best bloke here, I would have thought. He's, he's a great man. He's got time for everyone and just a genuine all-round good bloke. No, we love that. Um, and then leading on to that, who's the most annoying teammate? Uh, I, I reckon you guys could probably answer that. Who do you reckon I'd say? Oh, I don't know. Jeez. Who you reckon? He's a, he's a bit of a character. I'd probably say Charlie Cameron, but... Nah, Take that nah. back. Take that back, please. <laughs> Mitch uh, Robinson. Yeah, that's true. Oh. I was, I was going to say him. I'm a, I'm a Carlton <laughs> man, so I couldn't bear myself to say it. But, um, nah, yeah, fair enough. Seems a bit Who's the most annoying at the Kings, do we reckon? I'd probably... probably you'd be up there, Brett. I'd put myself in that, <laughs> that conversation, I reckon. Yeah, I, I think Brett holds the candle for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and your favourite game of your career, Locke, if, the, if you can pick one. Favorite game of my career. Um, I love round one when I first played for the Lions. We beat West Coast, who were the reigning premiers at the Gabba. No one gave us a chance. Obviously, I think the boys had won five games the, the year before, and we were playing the reigning premiers, and we beat them by forty or fifty points. So um, that one was good. But probably the Richmond final topped it last year. Uh, the club hadn't beaten them for a long time, and um, to get over the line in a in a massive final was was pretty special and a great game to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. That was a massive win for you boys. Um, and then your least favorite game, if you can pick one. Uh, least favorite. It's a good question. Um, I didn't really like just recent memory. I didn't really like the Geelong game the other week. That wasn't too much fun, and uh, yeah, I got like robbed at the end. Robbed at the end as well, so uh, that was disappointing. But probably like grand final day, I was a sub, which wasn't very fun, and then we lost that as well um, back in 2013. So um, that wasn't a great day either. Change your pace a bit. Who's the biggest unsung hero you reckon at the Lions? That can be like a player, somebody in, in staff somewhere around the club, or yeah, anyone in general. Uh, as a player, I'll go with Darcy Gardner. Um, we haven't got him in the side at the moment. Hopefully, um, he plays this weekend. He's coming back from a knee injury, so um, he didn't play uh, the prelim last year and, and battled 
um, all pre-season and he's just come good now. So he always takes a really good forward for the opposition and always gets the job done. But no one really talks about him outside the, the four walls of the footy club. But um, he's a jet. Darcy Gardner, we call him Dizzy. So Dizzy's probably the one for me. Um, love what he does and love what he's about. He's, he's just uh, gets the job done week in, week out. Fair enough. He'll be listening too, so I'm sure he'll be pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, he'll be stoked. Yeah. <laughs> so who's scarier? Do you reckon Ross the boss or Chris Fagan? <laughs> Fags is probably the least scariest coach, so definitely really? Ross the boss. I've, I've seen like footage of him getting pretty angry. I know you'd probably have a better opinion than me. But <laughs> <laughs> you think? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does look, oh, like, it looks said, like an angry dad, said, dad sort of like seen operating. that 20-second clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20-second clip. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he can get a bit fired up, but I reckon what you see on telly when he's like, when he's yelling, he's just passionate about the game and passionate about us getting better and, and getting the result that we want. He's not actually ever really angry with us. He's just, it's more just his way of expressing his passion. Um, he doesn't really yell at players too much at all. Um, it's more just venting his frustration about how the game might be going or something like that. So um, it's never personal and he never sort of singles out anyone. So um, it's probably a little bit different to what you see. You might think that he's spraying someone up, but he, he's not really, never really does that. Yeah, I just just to add on that, I think um, Ross still keeps me up seven years after last speaking to him in person. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Ross, you cop a couple of good ones for us, A couple of good ones. Couple of good Not ones. deserved either. <laughs> Do you know your name? Yeah, oh. you played pretty well against the Saints that day and he just ripped you to shreds for no reason. Yeah, absolutely ripped me. The, day, the bloke on debut at halftime just got shreds torn off him. Ridiculous. Did a good job though. Thanks, mate. <laughs> and um, which teammate would you let date your sisters? Uh, probably Ryan Lester, but he's already married to um, James Orko's sister. So, um, yeah, he's Must just a nice like guy. Them, geez, yeah, yeah Must be a he's like. a legend. And um, lastly, your favourite Freo teammate, Alex Porter. Oh, Ooh, lucky mate, lucky. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, it's we, can t- we can talk later. Tell me what you really think. <laughs> but... No, it's the right answer. Um, and so obviously. A, pretty illustrious career to date lock um and obviously being on this podcast it's I, I we don't can only assume be one of the biggest things you know you've done but um some other significant things in the last last month or so you know baby on the way now you're in the hub just can you talk uh, talk to us about the last month or so yeah so obviously Jules is uh pregnant and we have a little baby girl due in October which is exciting um yeah super stoked about that um, in terms of footy stuff the last month, yeah, we packed to play Geelong uh, for two days. We are going to be in, in um, Geelong and then obviously a few COVID, COVID cases hit Brisbane and uh, uh, who was it? Gil McLaughlin came to our hotel and said, look, you're probably going to be here for a couple of weeks just with the fixture and the way things are. And I think it's sort of all revolved around Western Australia. They don't really let people in. Um, if they've been in contact with anyone from Brisbane, um, as soon as there's cases, they seem to shut the borders pretty quickly. So um, just with the way the fixture works, we've, we've had to stay in Victoria for a couple of weeks. But uh, as far as I know, we're going back on Saturday night after the game, which which is good. Can't wait to get back there and 
see Jules and see my dog and, and my cat as well. More my dog. He's a legend. <laughs> Can't wait to see him. Um, so, play, yeah. Play some F1s, I would have thought. Play some F1, absolutely. I'm missing the PlayStation a bit. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so can't wait to get back. But yeah, it's been an interesting few weeks. And um, so obviously the start of the season, while well, you guys had the great win um, over the weekend, it hasn't been real ideal for the Lions. What's like the vibe around the group right now, would you say? Uh, vibe's good, vibe's up. We've um, we played pretty, pretty shit against Sydney, obviously. Um, they're going pretty well, though. We probably... Uh, underestimated them a little bit, and I think everyone else would have as well. That started so well, but um, bad game there. We thought we played pretty well against Geelong. Uh, unlucky to get that result, and then we butchered the footy a fair bit against the Pies. We probably should have won by a little bit more um, than what we did. We felt like we we did some really good things. We just couldn't capitalise on five fifty. So um, feel like we're in good form. We're coming up against the Dogs. This weekend, who I think they're undefeated at the moment, um, but we're really confident we can get it done as long as we play our brand of footy. So, um, yeah, if we can go back to Brisbane two and two, that'll be a good start to the season for us. It's been a, a tough few weeks on the road. Yeah, absolutely. No, um, and you know, not to bring up old old uh, wounds, but you finished the season last year going down to the Cats in the prelim. Um, have you guys as a group used that to, you know, motivate you for this season? Yeah, I think we just learned a fair bit about um, sort of strong bodies and breaking tackles, which we've really worked on in the preseason. They were able to break our tackles really easy, easily and we coughed up the ball a fair bit. So we worked heaps on that um, through the preseason and we're still a pretty young group. I think we got the fourth youngest list in the AFL uh, which is exciting and, and guys are always improving uh, even guys like Gooey McCluggage who is already a gun he's, I reckon he's going to end up having a great year this year uh, Zach Bailey has come in and um, he's playing some, some awesome footy as well and he's only going to get better and all these guys are sort of 20 to 23 we've got like Dev Robertson second year player who played pretty well on the weekend and uh, we've got such a young group of guys coming through that's going to take us forward as well. Just some natural improvement. And then we brought in um, Big Joey, who's uh, who's going pretty well at the moment too. So it's exciting times at the den. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, yeah, you, you explained it pretty well there in terms of, you know, the young guys coming through and everything. But I, I feel like the Lions, like a few years back, sort of went through that whole, like, bottoming out, bottoming out stage with the draft and everything. Obviously, a lot of clubs have done, like, a similar sort of, um, tactic and around that same time too. Why do you think the Lions have have taken the step to the top quicker than any, anybody else? Uh, probably the people that they brought in. I'm not sort of privy to. Well, I wouldn't know what other clubs drafted and whatnot. But um, Huey McCluggage is a top end pick. Um, he's a Jet. Jared Berry is in our leadership group. I've touched on Zach Bailey as well. But even guys like. Brandon Stasevich, um, who plays in our back line. He's a real power athlete. Um, our development team have done such a good job just getting those guys ready for AFL footy and pumped a lot of games into them early and they didn't get many results um, their first couple of years. But I think that AFL experience has really helped them for um, what's to come now and, and like the last couple of years and hopefully into the future. And then they've obviously traded in guys as well like Joe and um, 
Jared Lyons came in and Hodgie was at the club for a couple of years, Charlie Cameron, so they've added pieces around. So I think just their recruiting and um, list management strategy has, has been spot on. So I think we've heard a lot from AFL players, especially from like SA clubs and Victoria clubs, at least we have, about you know the hub life in Queensland last season. But for a Brisbane player, it would have been a lot different. Um, how would you describe the experience last season? Yeah, it was different. I think people probably think that we had it real easy, but um, although we got to sleep in our own beds, we weren't able to really leave the house and, and do anything either. So we could go for a walk, get a takeaway coffee, uh, but you weren't allowed to stop anywhere and sit down outside. Um, it was to training and back. Um, whereas, and that was for most of the year, we had a couple of, maybe a couple of weeks where we were able to play golf or go surfing, but that sort of was on and off throughout the year as well. Um, whereas the teams in the hubs were able to, play golf and sort of go to the beach and whatnot and do a little bit more um, than what we were able to do. So it was it was definitely hard for us as well. People probably just think that we had it easy because we were at home, but um, we weren't allowed to, to do much. So, um, yeah, it was a different year, but everyone faced their own sort of set of challenges. But, um, yeah, I thought we handled it. We handled it pretty well. Like even I didn't see really our guys that didn't play AFL, there was no NEPL competition. So the guys that weren't playing, I went like two months without seeing some of those guys, even though they're on our list. Um, so it was a bit of a crazy year, things like that. Um, didn't We weren't allowed to go catch up with each other for dinner at one another's house or anything. So um, yeah, it was, it was pretty isolated and a little bit weird, but um, yeah, everyone had different challenges, as I said. Yeah, absolutely. And, Obviously, just touch on that hard season for all involved. But how do you reckon, um, or do you think that last season was a good advertisement for the two teams in Queensland, especially in terms of um, getting getting recruitment to those clubs? So, yeah, it could have been. It's it's hard to say, but um, everyone would have experienced what the weather and stuff is like in in Queensland during that time of year. During the winter, it's magic. It's yeah. sort of pretty cool in the morning. Um, you chuck a hoodie on but still be in shorts and then by about 10, 11 o'clock the hoodie's off and it's t-shirts and shorts um, it's usually around 20, 25 degrees every day um, blue sky never never rains in winter it, it rains in summer but the winter months are golden so um, yeah it wouldn't definitely wouldn't have hurt and I think as well I could, although the hoodie's grown over there um it's not to the extent of like a Melbourne, Perth or Adelaide where it's a bit of a fishbowl and it's sort of everyone loves footy. It's, it's a little bit less stressful on your sort of personal life away from training and whatnot as well. So the guys that like that side of it might might be tempted to come to the Lions or go to the Suns. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just on that, um, when you made the move from Freo, what was it that drew you to the Lions? Oh, Forsey told me he was going to move to Brizzy, so that's, uh, that's why I was going to move. <laughs> sure, that means you stay, you stay in Freo if that's the case. Right? I haven't actually, yeah, I haven't followed through on that yet, but I'm still looking to get out there in the next couple of years. If Lock will me a job at the Lions. Yeah, I'll get him a job. I'll get, get your job with the social media team. You'll be good on there. Yeah, that'll be fine. I'll be happy with that. Spam Berry Funerals up until... <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy letter, I reckon. Yeah, baby. 
I unfortunately um, forward spot up there. Yeah. <laughs> See you, Joey. Yeah, we'll find a spot. Maybe we'll just get you on the rookie list. <laughs> That'd be nice. 35k a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably just more the things I just spoke about with the younger guys. I felt like they had a great list coming through and I could really add to those group of players and, and what they brought um, could help me develop my game and take it to the next level as well. And um, felt like that, that success wasn't too far away and but probably just didn't really believe the direction that Freo were heading at the time. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, now jumping back to last season, uh, massively for you, you're awarded the Brownlow Medal. So that just just for everyone on here, that brings the total amount of Brownlow medals on this podcast up to one, I believe. I think. Yep. So yeah, I think. Well, we go back and check that <laughs> on the show, but that's correct. Sure, yeah. I think that's correct, Jack. Yeah, yeah I think fair. it is. Um, so so how much of an honour was that for you? Yeah, it's a massive honour. It was, um, yeah, pretty surreal. I never always, like, dreamt of, um, bit like, playing AFL footy and um, I suppose dominating AFL footy, but never really believe it. So um, some of the names that have won it is people that I've looked up to my whole life. And, um, yeah, to be amongst them is pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, sort of not satisfied either, which is, which is important, and that's probably what helped me helped me get to that stage as well, staying hungry and, and wanting to achieve more. So um, that's sort of in the rearview mirror now. Look forward to what this year holds and, and beyond. Sure, and um, more importantly, I think in terms of Jack and I's perspective, who won who won the Brownlow the post celebrations? Was it Force? Was it Roz? Because I know they're up there. Or was it somebody else? Smokey. <laughs> Uh, probably forcey. I don't know. I called it a little bit earlier because I had to get up at it like five o'clock. So I went to bed at about three thirty, and then woke up at maybe yeah. I think I woke up at five or something. Um, Ros and I were so just on the couch. Can probably just, answer that question. Ros and I were just sort of sitting on the couch, relaxing when you got back up. I think <laughs> <laughs> just chilling out. I think we were just watching the Today Show that you were just about to jump on. <laughs> my my memories are that. Uh, Shotgun Matheson was probably was probably better oh, than that. Yeah. I thought he was nah, in he some was. rare areas uh, late on, so he was probably the one for me. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it was a late one. Yeah, big shotgun. He was he was definitely <laughs> better actually. I got back from the doing a presser That's and right, stuff he was still at like twelve thirty, and he was he was passed out on the couch. So <laughs> I had to wake him up and say, "Mate, you gotta go." My family were all around <laughs> us and stuff, so. Family having lunch and shotguns just lying there, <laughs> having a kip, smelling so bad. <laughs> got to do it. Got to do it. Uh, and and on the topic of awards, um, winning the AFLPA MVP, um, what's it like to be voted the best in the league amongst your peers? Uh, yeah, that one's pretty cool as well. Um, it's a pretty special award when your players, like all your opposition players, vote for you. Um, I know that most of the guys take that pretty seriously and um, to actually do the voting process uh, quite thoroughly. So, um, yeah, that was a nice recognition as well and obviously respect everyone that you come up against, um, some more than others, obviously, but it was, um, yeah, nice to be recognised from everyone else too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so I reckon we've moved on. We've got past all the serious yeah, we, stuff Yeah, now. we've done serious stuff. So um, let's, let's take a trip back in memory lane. Uh, for both you to both you and Force's earlier career, um, can you tell us about the night that you boys got drafted? Now we heard that you 
and Force may have shared a couple of beers together after both getting picked up, which is obviously massive. Um, do you mind shedding a bit of light on that night? Yeah, it was, uh, that was a pretty special night as well. Um, Forcey probably knew he was getting picked up. I was sort of thinking that I might get picked up, maybe not, could go in the rookie draft. So um, Forcey went at pick 29, I think it was, and then I was just sort of I was stoked that he had been picked up and Frio I'd spoken to a couple of times. So I probably thought, like, oh, I'm a chance to go there, but... I'd actually spoken to Melbourne, I think, the morning of the draft, and they had um, two picks just before Frio's pick 58. So I probably thought I was going to Melbourne, but um, when I didn't and got picked up by Frio, um, yeah, the house that I was at just erupted. And obviously, being great mates with Forsey, it was, yeah, feeling that I don't know, I probably haven't even had since because it was just like overwhelming emotion, I reckon. And um, went over to Four Seas with my family and had a few beers. And I think uh, we tried to tried to go out, but I didn't have my ID, so I googled <laughs> myself because I'd just been drafted. And that's <laughs> that got you straight in. That got you straight in the cumbi, didn't it? Yeah, I oh know. It didn't get me in. The bloke told told us to uh, to f off. I think. Yeah, no, very, uh, very. What's he, what's very he doing now? What's he doing now? Do I think he's still at the cumbi. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and uh, so you get quite a bit of attention from opposition taggers. Who do you reckon's your bunny? Like, who's who's the one that comes to you? And you're like, All right, easy night here. Uh my bunny. Um, someone from Port, probably. probably. Uh, <laughs> what's that? I'd say someone from the power. <laughs> You don't have to say his name. It's all good, mate. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't mind playing Port. Uh, I used to barrack Port. So, um, yeah, they didn't even interview me or anything in my draft year. So I sort of hold a grudge against them and, <laughs> and playing well. Love playing well against the power. Um, but they don't really tag. Cam Suckliffe tried to tag me. <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, what an outrageous afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was outrageous. I don't really have a bunny, though, like, some of them have got a hold of me and then other times I've powered them up. So but sometimes they just get you. Yeah, but um, I always have a pretty good battle with Ed Kerno and Carlton. Um, I've pulled the, three, pulled the three on him a couple of times, but other times he's just shut me completely out. So um, I might have him in a few rounds, which is something to look forward to. Take, take it easy on him if you, if you, if you want, mate. Fred does a Carlton man. Yeah, take it pretty easy on him. I'm happy, I'm happy with that. Are you a Carlton man? I'm a big Carlton man, so take it very easy on him. <laughs> Please, for me, for me. Do it for me. I'm sure you'll bear that in mind, Brad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it for And um, this is something I think you and I can relate to, Lucky. I've, I've heard you were considered somewhat of a look like for Harry Styles earlier on in your career. How did that go for you yeah. off the field, do you reckon? Yeah, it went very well. Of course, you can uh, attest to this. Yeah, it was... Uh, I was probably more known for Harry Styles look like than <laughs> that year footy player. So, um, yeah, I didn't mind it. I'll use it to my advantage at times. Uh, I actually, I actually tried to um, hook up with Jules when I first went over there. So my wife now. Yeah. Um, my first year we were all out. I think it was mid-season break or something, and I got Pav to go up to Jules, um, who I'd never met, and say that I was interested in talking to her. So trying to get the big dogs to do do the dirty work <laughs> for me. Um, and she just said that she wasn't interested in a 
18 year old Harry Styles looking kid. So <laughs> it enough. didn't didn't work for me on that occasion, but um, yeah, <laughs> I chopped it a bit. I used to go to clinics and that, and some of the like young girls in year five or whatever would ask me to sign the three hour poster as Harry Styles. <laughs> you ever do it? Surely. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think I'll quite force from One Direction? Uh, no one from One Direction, really, mate. Back oh, maybe, my, maybe Zane. Back in my Zane. day, had a big Zane, had a big Zane thing going in year eight. That, that worked. worked that, that worked for you, Brett. Very well for me back in the day. Work for work with the ladies. Yeah, great work. <laughs> great work with the ladies back in the day. <laughs> Tell my girlfriend doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> so now we haven't got good accord. You're a bit of an F1 2020 fan, as we all are here. Yeah. Um, which team are you currently racing with? Uh, love McLaren. Love McLaren. Um, Lando is my boy, and then uh, Danny has obviously come over yep. to, to McLaren. Um, but I think, yeah, in our season, we're McLaren as well, aren't we? Yeah, we're both we're both, both McLaren. McLaren. So we booted, yeah, we booted out um, Carlos. Yeah, they're gone. Lando and it's just Neil and Forster dominating the season yeah. at the moment. <laughs> we're, we're not going too well. I think Big Zach, the, uh, the team operations manager is about to boot us from the team. So. <laughs> Better get rid of force. It could be in the Williams in a couple of weeks. <laughs> no, that's Steve, that's Steve's child, Williams. We'll be driving around in the houses. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned there, like, that you've got a bit of a lead going. Who's who's actually leading in the standings there? You are force? Uh, I think I've just got him in this one at the moment. You do? We, I, I think we've both won, we both won championships. Are yeah, we, one we both each? won one each. Yeah, then we just edge. up yeah. the difficulty a bit um, to make it a bit harder for this for this season. I think we're what three or four races in, and you're you're yet to complete a yeah. race. Boys. Oh no! <laughs> we really we like to challenge ourselves though, so it's up around <laughs> seventy odd, isn't it? Seventy five difficulty. Yeah, it's sitting around that maybe seventy two, seventy three, I think, and then obviously like all the all the assists and stuff are off. So we're trying to trying to give it a bit. Um, we haven't scored too many points, or of course he hasn't scored any. Zero. I've got a couple, but <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be right. It's only a few rounds in. Not, not finishing a race is very Steve Bevan-esque. Yeah, very Steve Bevan-esque. <laughs> How do you reckon I go at 75%? Oh, you would not. No, you would man. not get near it, mate. <laughs> Absolutely not, man. <laughs> I'll be all right. Um, what's your setup looking like in terms of racing? Are you, are you racing with a full seat, wheel setup, or are you just racing with a controller? No, I've just got a controller at the moment, but funny enough, I just, had a phone call from um, a company today that want to send me a seat and stuff. So I'm I'm pretty excited oh, really? about that. Hopefully, yeah. Can you, hopefully, can you get another Is that right? Yeah, I'll just say I've got I've got four um, brothers that play. <laughs> yeah. well, so Shipping down to Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go pick it up. I don't care. That's am- that's amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah you, just got, um, you just got a wheel today. You got a wheel today, yeah, Granny. I, actually, I actually picked up the wheel and um and pedals today, so I'm pretty pretty pumped about that. Did someone send it oh, to you, did you, or did you buy it? Nah, I actually, <laughs> I actually spent 400 bucks on them. But <laughs> we, we we got a race tonight though, so um yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, be pumped for it. Oh no, nice. you guys have like a scheduled race night. Uh well, no, just whenever we can fit it in, we so, try and get a couple. Yeah, couple each night. Yeah, when we can. When we can. When yeah. we can. Yeah. And what do you, what do you do? Half race. Quarter race, we do twenty quarter, yeah, quarter twenty twenty five percent. I think yeah. we do fifty percent, don't we? Look, yeah, we do fifty. Yeah, oh. big forty. They're like forty <laughs> minutes, forty five <laughs> minute races. You are so fatigued after. Goodness. But since oh, we, you feel like you've actually been in the race car <laughs> <laughs> since since we got our Rick's eyewear though. Yeah, 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 yeah since massive. We got Rick's eyewear. So um, since we got our blue lights, our Clayton's. We're, yeah. 
<laughs> we could have a Shout out to Tommy and the boys at Rick. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and just, you know, a quick question to sort something out between me and Jack here. Would you rather be a consistent podium driver, boringly in the Mercedes, or would you be rather running with like an exciting, unpredictable Ferrari, driving aggressively and not knowing if you're going to come last in a race or, or pole or even win any given race, but like just makes the wins that much better? Uh, it's pretty long winded yeah, there. Probably. Yeah, probably. What are you going for, C? No, you go, mate. I'm probably, I like the excitement of F1. Thank so you, you have to thank go you, with. Mate, thank you. So Jack, I'm in the Ferrari as well. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson Hitty, yeah. Thank yeah. You. I'm, in the, I'm in the Mercedes, so. Yeah, grow up, mate. <laughs> are, um, we all, are we all, like, like, oh, who likes Lewis here? We all hate Lewis. We yeah, hate him. We, we, we hate him. Yeah, that's good. That's good. good. He's a dog. very strong, but we don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go with that. We just want him to lose. Yeah, we just want him to lose. We need a chance to team up in the Ferrari sometimes, so me and you, Lockie. I can we are. For a chance. Yeah. For a chance. I'd probably, probably rather you join the McLaren. <laughs> Kick balls down. You can go, go race with that with Gene for the Haas. Mick Schumacher's in the Haas. Yeah. So go race with him. Be Mick needs to get out of there ASAP. Otherwise, he'll be back in the F2s. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Locke. I'm up with, uh, with a little bit of light-hearted stuff. We'll take... Um, take you back to it was the start of 2000 so yeah our first or our second pre-season so we had our first year in 2012 i hardly played a game you played how many how many games did you play in your first year uh 11 i think yeah yeah so 11 uh 11 games i think we had a reasonable off season from memory and we're feeling pretty good about ourselves on afl this um loving life What's that? Thought we were kings. Yeah, we thought we were kings. <laughs> thought we'd made it, even though I literally hadn't gotten the part. <laughs> um, we got back from memory. Ross wasn't overly stoked with um, with how you came back. Can you remember exactly what he what he said to you and how he sort of went about went about that after a couple of weeks back at the club in two thousand and thirteen? I think it was. Yeah, it was. Uh... I thought it was a bit uncalled for, but um, <laughs> it probably didn't help my, my career in the end. But at the time, I think my skinnies, they would have been about 15 lower than yours at the time. About 30 lower than Tommy Sheridan. <laughs> I literally had the lowest skin soles out of it, the whole crew, but Ross sort of sprayed me up because I went up like eight or something in the off-season. I went from like, 41 to 49 or something and he's like just sprayed me just said if I come back like this again I'll be a fat little four pocket at Glenelg in no time I'll play 20 or 30 games um, and then he'll piss me off so um, yeah it was a little bit of a shock at the time I reckon I just got on the phone to Timmy Lawrence and just said this is a, mate yeah, get yeah. me out of here I'm done <laughs> spat, spat the dummy wanted yeah, to trade wanted to trade a week later <laughs> Yeah, literally, literally. I've been on this year and a day, and I'm. I think that I'm like Chris Judd, just been able to go wherever I want. Um, but yeah, it was it was a pretty big spray. But like looking back, it probably did help me. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I felt it was. I felt pretty harshly done by. Did he grab you and spray you about your condition? Uh, from memory, he didn't actually. I'm not sure if he knew who I was at that stage. Um, <laughs> got me, got me in later on in the year to have a chat about where I was at. But 
Um, coming back for the, our second preseason, no, nah, didn't didn't hear too much from him. Um, unfortunately, I think I, I do recall him talking to you about how many bourbons you'd had over the summer or something in front of the group. Um, oh no, that was uh, that was I drank when I wasn't meant to drink, and um, it was like a six day break for the AFL, but a right. seven day break for the waffle or something. We had those weird rules. Yeah, it's a real, real grey area. Um, we used to really get, we used to get stuck <laughs> with that a bit. Just <laughs> exploit it. Um, and I, I got like I got pretty blind um, on bourbon, and um, and then was in the club the next day, and it was a day off, and I just went in to do like a bit of gym just to make myself feel half human again. And Ross was like the only person in there, and he just smelled <laughs> like alcohol on me. And then was like, "What? Why have you been drinking the six day break?" And then had the leadership group come and talk to me the next oh, day, no. and yeah. Snowball effect. That's what happens when you try and be professional. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> There's a lesson for you kids on. out there. Just hide everything from everyone. <laughs> Get absolutely stung for it. Uh, moving, moving on. Um, we were lucky enough to uh, to live with each other as soon as we moved over to Perth. Um, had our beautiful host family. Can you remember their names, Lock? Yeah, Adrian and Yvonne. Adrian and Yvonne. Uh, could you remember their names? Cobalt. Yeah, I could. I was just, uh, <laughs> I was just testing out. Like I knew, I knew you'd be able to remember. Um, they looked after us. For, I think it was what ten months or so. Yeah, it would have been about ten months. <laughs> what are some? <laughs> what are some of your? Uh, what are some of your memories? Where were we live? Bibra Lake. Bibra Lake. What are yeah, some right of your sort of adventure, right near Adventure World? That's right, right near Adventure World. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful place. <laughs> What are some of your great <laughs> memories from when we lived with our uh, with our host family for those uh, ten months? Geez, there's too many, too many to single out. But I'll give you a few. My favourite thing about them was they had these tasty gumballs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I won't go. I won't go into the story, but um, yeah, they had these these gumballs that um, coloured our teammates. Um, tasted and, and didn't really like the taste of for some unknown reason. Um, I remember they had beautiful family photos near the TV. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, she used to cook the best vegetables of all time. <laughs> um, I remember that. They were great. These man. are all personal jokes, guys. So anyone listening, you might find this funny at all, but it's um, it's making me lose my shit over here. Um, I do remember Tommy and Cros trying to bring girls over all the time because they were scared of their host family. And ours were pretty relaxed. Ours were and they were away half the time. Always away. Didn't really felt feel like sometimes we sort of had anyone, which was kind of good, but kind of bad. We wanted a meal. Yeah. <laughs> it sort of felt like we ended up eating takeaway four times a week and spending all our um, coin on just garbage. Are they, do you reckon they any chance to listen to this? Like, absolutely no chance. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have thought that you'd get to all things Kings. Yeah, believe it or not, our listener base is pretty small. The, the four Amish League podcast, I would have thought. What about, uh, what about on, like, Wednesday nights? It was um, Subway night for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember. What <laughs> is that? Just outrageous or what? <laughs> Absolutely outrageous. Subway boys, we went to get really excited about Subway Subway Wednesday nights. 
Um, yeah, so and was, her vegetables, she used to get packet vegetables from the supermarket <laughs> and just heat them up <laughs> in the microwave. Yeah. No wonder I skinny. No wonder I skinny. Yeah, no, they're actually good people, though. They're Great people, people, beautiful people. If they if they do end up listening to the pod, <laughs> um, yeah, we do love them and thank them for uh, for everything. But they did all our. They did all my washing. Right, I don't know about you. But I can't remember if you did your washing or not. But I did no, no washing did. or like no <laughs> cooking, no cleaning, no <laughs> nothing. But. Yeah, the only thing they they did get us Foxtel as well. We were pushing him hard to get Foxtel for weeks. Do you remember that? <laughs> that is, they finally got us Foxtel. And we said we we said we'd transfer him sort of once once a month, but I don't know if that happened. I definitely wouldn't have. <laughs> that is outrageous. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, um, there, was some, there was some good times there. There was some good. What about um our nights before metros and we just sit there with a bottle of Jaeger and. Uh, and some cruises and, and watch the, watch the soccer. Those are the days. Yeah, those were the days. Um, not a worry. Not a worry in the world. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Other than getting other than getting caught by Ross the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Scare, scariest man alive. Um, last one. Just another little trip down um, memory lane. I think it was our second Mad Monday, actually. Um, yeah, no, it was our second Mad Monday. So end of two thousand and. 13 and um we got tied up got tied up together with zip ties yeah do you, do you, <laughs> that was our first one wasn't it was it our first one it was in it was yeah. right in the heart of Freo. yeah it was our first one because um jordan wilson king was there <laughs> he was tied to spoisy yeah that's right that's right um and me and you obviously got um we got tied up together <laughs> <laughs> do you remember this yeah, I yeah. remember this day what, very well. Uh, what What are some of the things we had to do when we were <laughs> when we were tied up together from memory? You probably remember it better than me. My memory is awful. Um, oh, what I do remember is Tommy Sheridan. <laughs> he's so lippy that he lipped up to all the older boys, and they were just like push, pushing him and Cros over because they were tied together. <laughs> that day. And um, like Kepler Bradley threw a dart in Tommy's ass, um, <laughs> like stuck in his ass. Um, <laughs> bit of carry on, but um, I remember one of us had to go to the toilet force, yeah. and the other one just had to because you couldn't cut the tie, like no matter what. So one of us had to do a number two, and the other one just stood in the cubicle while <laughs> while we took himself. Reasonably yeah. off after 10, 15 beers and a couple of days <laughs> after the season finished. Yeah, your, sh- your shits weren't great. Yeah, I can imagine. It was pretty grim, but um, I th- we handled it really well. Whatever we got told to do, we just did. I remember um, saying that to each other before it started. We just said, um, yeah, we'll just do whatever the older boys say. Yeah. <laughs> Some good advice as well going down. You just listen to what they say, otherwise your day turns into an absolute shit show very quick. <laughs> Oh, Tommy, like, I'll never forget Tommy that day. And it's like, he was just that drunk and they just made a mess of him. He was a mess of a human. Standard Tommy. <laughs> Brilliant. Shout out to him and his bricks. Yeah, but, yeah give him the bricks. Why not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you keep pretty close attention to the Kings, as I imagine, and how we're going. Um, what are you watching out for this season? Yeah, obviously, you keep a, a very close eye on them. Um, the first thing that I'm excited to see is my man Steve Bevan, I've heard he's been promoted and he's um, coaching the the Kings D grade side <laughs> this year. So can't wait to see what he can do with with that bunch of boys. Um, but on a more serious note, um, hopefully there's a couple of flags for the boys this yep. year, and and my man Forsey can kick a bag 
Um, get the boys into a div two at the moment. We're div four, four. at the moment. Four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get out of there. Soon line. to be div two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to get need to get out of there. So I want to see you boys in div three next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and last of all, Locke, um, what's your prediction or who's your prediction to take out? And we'll give you a couple: the AFL, the NBA, F one, and then of course Adelaide Footy League div four. Uh, well, clearly the Kings are getting out of Div 4 this year. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, lock that in. Take it back. AFL, the Lions. Yep, yep. Um, NBA, uh, I'd go on a bit of a dark horse just because I just don't really want to see any of the like, LA teams winning and Brooklyn's that stacked at the moment. Mm. I'd love to see Phoenix win it. Phoenix, um, nice. Two seed. I don't think they will, but I'd love to see it. Um, Brooklyn are pretty stacked, so yeah, we hate them here. Uh, we, don't like, we don't like the Nets. We hate them here. No, we don't like the Nets. And then F one. Um, well, apparently Red Bull are going to be pretty quick this year, so um, Maxi's probably going to win it because I don't want Louis to win it. Um, <laughs> Max Verstappen, but I'd love to see his teammate Chico Perez get yeah, we up. Love, we love Chico. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Big Checo fans. Well, big Checo fans, yeah. Wouldn't mind him winning it, but um, I'll go Max to win it because he's, he's probably a bit quicker, but um, Perez would be my favourite to win it. Massive. All right, well, uh, that's all we got for you, mate. Um, absolutely loved having you on. Yeah, it's been awesome. Been probably our best guest. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say so. <laughs> I would have just. I would have thought, probably up there. Let's check after. But um, <laughs> no, nah, thanks for coming top on, mate. Five. And uh, yeah, top five. Top 20. All the, <laughs> all the best for the weekend. Who, who guys got this weekend? Uh, we got the doggies on Saturday. Oh, yeah, you said, you said before. Smoke them. Smoke them. Yeah. Smoke them, I would have thought. But nah, good luck. And um, yeah, make sure you listen because uh, <laughs> we'd love to have you, on, have, have you back on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tune in the future episodes. I won't listen mate. to myself more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Beautiful. All right, thanks, mate. Thanks for taking time, Lock. Cheers. See you, boys. See, See ya. ya. Jeez, what an interview from us. Whoa. We're on fire. That was big. But nah, thanks a lot for coming on. He was absolutely amazing, wasn't he? Yeah. Nah, super good. Um, You know, we know he's pretty busy at the moment and yep. there's a lot going on. Definitely. Um, both in his footy life and his personal life. So um, nah, great for him to, to take some time out to have a chat with us, bro. Two of his best mates. <laughs> so nah, yeah, um, me thanks and, a lot. Me and Force. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, definitely keep working on those... Um, those racing seats for us. Yeah. I'll be waiting for my phone call. <laughs> um, I'll be waiting by, by the ladder box. Yeah, absolutely. But no, and uh, why don't we, before we go, let's talk about, let's talk about what we mentioned at the top of the show, you know, regos and everything. Yeah. So basically the only thing I want to uh, reiterate That's is- some time, time sensitive, probably. Yeah. Time sensitive, correct, Breds, um, is the registration. So that's the $15 registration fee that you pay. You'll be sent the email, you would have been sent the email. Um, or I think Force posted it in our game day group. Yep. yep. The link. So, yeah, follow that. It takes two minutes. I did it yesterday. Um, and, yeah, pay you 15 bucks and be done with it. Definitely. And um, also, we forgot to mention at the top of the show, the Kings slash ORTC hats. <laughs> Another they're shout in. out. They're in. Jeez, oh, we're ticking them off today. <laughs> um, but, no, they're in. And uh, they should be at training tonight, so Thursday night. Yeah. And, um they will be, I mean, if you don't grab it tonight, I assume they'll probably be at the game. And Tuesday. And Tuesday as well. Yeah. And um, do you know, my family have been asking me so much. You're probably the wrong person to ask, mm. but where can they get stubbies? Stubby holders. Stubby holders. Yeah. 
And scarves as well. Hmm. Yeah, I'm probably the wrong guy to ask. Really. Yeah, who should I ask? Um, when in doubt, ask Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. All right, Chuck's a man to go to. Yep. Chuck, if you're listening, um, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know for sure, but I'm, there all might right, be yeah. some in I'll there. I'll find out about it. I'll find So, Elise and Matt, if you're listening, I've asked. All right. So, get <laughs> off my back. Um, <laughs> but no. So, another great show. And before we go, we better, we better mention our major sponsor as well. Yeah. So Rick's Eyewear, once Rick's again. Eyewear, we love you so much. We're so happy that you jumped on board. Um, and, and definitely getting the discount code, all things kings yep. in capitals. We'll put it in the show notes. For 25% off. Yep, all products. So that all means products. your blue lights, your sunglasses, and anything else they got on there. They got a whole heap of stuff. So Yeah, a whole, whole heap of good stuff as well. Oh, absolutely. We got the blue lights, Breads. I'm going to get one of everything, I reckon. One of everything. <laughs> but we've got the blue lights. Yeah, we've got the blue lights, and they're great. Yep. And we wore them last night. Yeah, we we play uh, in the um in the interview with Lockie. Yeah, we did. Um, and also we when we play F ones, we put the blue lights on. Yep. And how much better do you feel when you go to bed? Go after? to sleep straight away. Oh my god, that's why Steve literally has a two second turnaround <laughs> between playing PlayStation and going to bed. <laughs> yeah, so, he does. He um, does. no, definitely make sure you check out Rick's eyewear. Um, for all your eyewear needs. Yep, for sure. And um. Jeez, we better wrap it up. Yeah, we better, mate. It's been what a show. It's been a great show. What a show. I think we're waiting for this one. We've turned the corner again, bro. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're back. All things kicks is back, boys. All right. I'm super Let's pumped. go. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a round of applause for us. And now we're not back. Yeah, now we're not back. All right, but no. Um, thanks, for, thanks for the time with me, mate. Nah, it's been great. You, mate. It's Love been, you, bro. Love you too. See you guys. Catch you.